This episode was recorded on May 30th, 2020. Hey, Griffin here. None of these scenarios are based on any real-life incidents. Everything is made up entirely on the spot. Take it away, song! Steve. And this is Kill to Death. And we saw Midas. And uh, it's still quarantine times. It's still, uh, you know, social distancing times. It's still stay-at-home times. But uh, people want sports. Sports yeah. got to come back. We need sports in a big way. Um, and we actually got a call. From, and it was, a, it was a big phone call. It was every, We had a huge phone call. It was call. a massive call. And, it was really, Are you, and we're talking, of course, about number of people on the line. Yeah, and it was the head of every sport. We're talking about size of the phone. We used one of those big ones in a boardroom that like looks like a little pod, and it has a speaker. And you have to like lean onto yeah. the table and be like, hello? Hi, I'm here too. Um, Greg, just checking in. Um, yeah, you got your name wrong a bunch. I was so nervous, but we told them we'd get back to them because they asked us, of course, they were like, how can we bring sports back? They said, how can we do it? How can we do it right? How can we do it safely? Yeah. And we said, we're the men for the job. Don't worry. We'll be on it. We'll get back to you. Yeah. They uh, they obviously phoned us. Yeah. And so we came up with a good a couple good ideas that I think we're going to want to pitch to them. We're just going to softly pitch them to you guys first. <laughs> right in if you think these are good ideas. Yeah, and then we can tell Adam and Silver. And then we'll pass them along. Roger Goodell and... Uh, Who? Uh, he's the football one. Okay. Uh, I don't know any of them. I bet, oh, I bet I can do the... Hang on. The NASCAR one? Oh, uh, yeah, one of the... Oh, no, not one of the Francis anymore because he got arrested for drunk driving. <laughs> the, the commissioner of NASCAR got arrested for drunk driving. In a race? Uh, yeah, that's right. Usually he'd win by decree of his own. Uh, okay, tip number one that yeah. I think we're going to suggest is no fans. Yeah. Uh, is play smart. without fans, empty arenas. And no fans are allowed to watch as well. Yeah, yeah, and they won't be recorded. No. Uh, we don't want people, you know, no. maybe gathering a viewing party at home. No. So we will play these games in secret. Yes, I think that's smart. Don't uh, tell, change the location at the last second. Yeah. Always you know, put, out, put out a lot of misinformation about where the games are going to be. Yeah, and... misinformation to the players. Oh, yeah. You only well, and that's part of the challenge. If they follow the riddles, right? The the members who deserve to be there of the yeah. team, they'll be there. And so you'll might be playing with like half a squad, but it'll be your smartest guys. Yeah. Uh so that's that's tip number 1. No yeah. fans anywhere anytime. No, no fans ever again, I think is also a good policy. Also, um I think you need hand sanitizing stations everywhere. I think that needs to be more frequent. I think you yeah. need No, by everywhere you mean both both goals. Oh, whatever yeah, sport yeah, yeah. it is. The goalie needs to be able to lube up at any point. Um, what do you think hand sanitizer is used for? Lube. And so <laughs> you also need it at half court, half field, half ice. I don't care what you're on. You need a little station set up. Um, yeah. So halfway and then at either end? Yes. So you were talking three on the actual at least, field. At if it's least. baseball, you need one at every base. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's where you stop. <laughs> and check in. Make sure everything's yeah, ask, like, the, the... the On the other team, there's, like, a guard they put there. Yeah. And you have to, like, check in with them. Well, one of them lies. <laughs> and one of them always tells the truth. <laughs> the second baseman always lies. Yeah. Uh, but 
he won't be lying when he says, please sanitize your hands. My final rule. Yeah. No uh, ball or puck or no. anything that's going to go person to person. No. That's easy to transfer bacteria. Yeah. Can't have that. This is this is a real thing. Apparently, like, LeBron, like, licks his hands before free throws and hey, stuff. Steve Nash used to lick his hands all the time. Tuck his hair behind his ears. Disgusting. Yeah, okay, so everyone's bald, too, for that reason. Good idea. That's a good point, actually. Everyone needs to shave their head. Uh, but, yeah, well, enough, no, again, communal kind of yeah. thing that the players will share. Yeah. Uh, I realize that might impact, uh, you know, something like... Uh, basketball will have always at least one ball on on court at once, usually. Yeah. Uh, but you can still go through like the defensive positions and Here's rotations without a I, ball. I don't know if any of you have seen Coach Carter, but that's what he says to do. You play without the ball, and then that's how you get better. So I think this will actually be a good learning experience for all of them. Uh, yeah, now I'm remembering that movie. He never let them touch the ball at any point, so they got to like their first match, and they were like, <laughs> what, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, they got scared. Because well, it's never, orange. It looks like a pumpkin. They've never seen one. <laughs> that's, that's also scary about Halloween, man. Is those pumpkins? They I, have such mean faces. I carve a basketball and I put it out on my front step. <laughs> yeah, just deflate yeah. a ball, and I'm like, trust me, it looks good if you reinflate it. Uh, Steve, one more. Uh, one more, of course, is no touching. No touching. Yeah. Uh, rest of development. And uh, if you guys haven't seen Arrested Development, it's good. Only watch the last two seasons. Good quarantine watch. Well, watch the one that he re-edited into, like, another season. Into a movie or whatever. Yeah, whatever the hell he's doing now. <laughs> Just watch those. Those are the best ones. Steve, would you like to solve a special coronavirus murder? <laughs> yeah, okay. The victim. Glar. Model found dead in her green room. Today's guest. Science P. Dresspington. Fashion designer who found the body. Science, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello, you are, you are a fashion designer. I am, yes. Well, um, for, first of all, you, you're wearing quite the get-up yourself right now. Wow. Thank you. It's uh, four and a half kilometers of tulle. Of tulle? Of tulle. You know, the fabric that well, a ballerina wears around her waist to have a little tutu? Okay, so it's, it's that, like, lacy stuff for four and a half kilometers. Four and a half kilometers wrapped around me like a cloud burrito. <laughs> yeah, we now we can hardly see you. Uh, it does look like a big stick of cotton candy is talking to us. Yes, yes, that is the goal. It's always the goal. Fashion is all about making you hungry. Oh! Ma making you hungry? Uh, in yes. a metaphorical sense? or? Uh, you hunger for food, you hunger for love, you hunger for acceptance. But it's all about hunger. How long have you been in the fashion world for? Nearly 40 years. Wow. So quite a while. Yes. And do you have, a, do you have a favorite piece that you've ever done? Say again, I'm sorry, I'm losing my hearing. <laughs> do you have a favorite piece that you've done over all those years? Yes. Once for Metro Fashion Week. It was at Metro, the grocery store, not the New York <laughs> yeah, Fashion, fashion week. week. That they is do. for That is for plebes. At Metro Fashion Week, I designed a giant foot that was worn over a bundle of bananas and thrown down the aisle to much applause and fright and, if I may say, venomous hunger. <laughs> That's it. That I mean, a fashion show in Metro is going to make people hungry. 
Yes. I guess that's why yes, they do yes. it there. Hungry and confused. That's how I like my audiences. <laughs> so I like my coffee. <laughs> oh, now, uh, Glar was one of your models? Yes. Oh. Well, first of all, what does being a model for you entail? Being a model means being a very particular shape. Uh, just a shape of, a, of any sort of food item or uh, that you can find. There's... Glara herself was shaped like a pizza slice. Very, very wide, wide shoulders and very tiny knees. I demanded that <laughs> for tiny, tiny, tiny knees and a linebacker's chest. <laughs> I, I feel like she's very unstable. Yeah, that beauty is, beauty is uh, the ability to fall over at any moment. Uh, that's modeling. That's modeling. And that's shaped like a pizza. I bet that made a lot of people hungry. I I think so. Hungry and a little spicy, I would think. We have had a, a guest previous, and, you, and you're a, a good expert to weigh in on this. We have had a previous guest say that I am a potato and Steve is a celery. Do you agree with this? <clears throat> Let me pinch my in-between eyes and have a big think. <laughs> your nose fall deep into my tool and just think, as though it were a crystal ball my boys yes a potato quite cooked a celery quite raw so i'm a potato no matter what that's clear it's to a anybody sweet potato oh thank you that's nice. nutritious and perfectly shaped <laughs> the wow. perfect shape a sweet potato it's longer i feel like than a regular potato it is. Just good. And so it's wait, pointy. You said I'm not a celery. You're a very. A this is going to enrage tall, our fans. Very fresh celery. Oh, I am. Stock, yes. Oh, okay, great. Sorry. Strong sorry. bones, strong hair, strong. Like a celery. Yeah. Like a celery. Well, you know when you. They kinda... burst from the earth. <laughs> <laughs> they burst. Yeah, I did burst from the earth. You always come into the house is through the floor. Take, yeah, like Fantastic Mr. Fox style. I like dig up through. I scramble. You're like a little dig dug. Yeah, exactly. you poke your. Head oh yeah, yeah. He oh, cannot be tamed. Uh, so the you celery have... boy. To be, do you consider yourself to be a food shape? That's what my biggest and most biggest regret of all time. This is why I have to dress like cotton candy or occasionally a candy cane or gumdrop, anything sweet for, unfortunately, my body would never fit into that of any food. Your body is shaped like no food that currently exists. No food, unless you eat spiders. <laughs> well, people eat eight spiders in their sleep or whatever that stat is. Oh, yeah. I, that's, yep, that's true. I, I would say that my, my body quite resembles eight spiders. <laughs> <laughs> All like holding hands or something? Uh, you, uh, in a I, pile? I, yes, I, without going into too much detail. I do have a human body, but shamefully, it looks like a barrel of monkeys version of spiders. <laughs> I feel like that'd make the game way easier. Yeah, more limbs. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it makes my life quite hard. No, oh, I'm, well, I'm sorry. Uh, you're at least de you're designing for others. You know, you don't design for yourself. Well, I guess you do design for yourself in that you design yourself to be wrapped up to look like a food. 
I wrap myself up. I look like a cotton candy right now, and it's very difficult to move, but but that's all right because moving is not very necessary at the moment, no. Uh, my mind is what is most important, not my spindly, spindly fingers. <laughs> it's good for sewing, I bet. But yes. you're fast. Very fast. <laughs> very dexterous. Now, so uh, to be one of your models, you have to be shaped like a food. How do you find these people? Often I, piles of headshots occasionally, people will just send in piles of, just a photo of their face and measurements, and measurements, and sometimes for reference, the vegetable or fruit or or dish that they resemble. Mm-hmm. I'm very well known in the fashion industry for these reasons. I had a pile of headshots come across my desk the other day that was stapled to some manicotti, and honestly, I was I was very grateful. Oh, so each individual person will give you a pile of headshots of their own. Yeah, just measurements, face photos, different vegetables, fruits, foods that they resemble. Right, or, references. Or we're are willing to resemble. That's the other thing. Fashion oh. mm. is about being hungry and confused. So. Oh, I like my coffee. Yes. I didn't quite land the same. No, I better. can't hear you. Oh, you I can't hear you, time, Oh, it's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> Do you ever oh. get uh, menus coming across your desk and you get confused and think they're headshots? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yes. That's only happened a few times because you make the mistake a few times. You, you, you get a menu across your desk. You call it. You say, you are perfect. I would very much love noodles. You seem to be a perfect model for me, noodles. And then uh, a quite human-shaped person will arrive with just a bucket of noodles from a store. That's not what I asked for. I asked for a person who resembles noodles. I could see how that would be a real struggle. It's very hard. So is that how Glar came to you? Yes, Glar. Oh, it was one of those Hollywood moments with Glar. Oh, I was at a football game. Hollywood. Hollywood, man. Hollywood. <laughs> I was at a football game, and it oh, it was wonderful. And I saw her there. She was getting a soda from a soda machine. And there she was, her widest, wide, wide, wide shoulders and her medium small knees. Wait, what? She, was she playing in the game? Her. Pardon? Was she playing in the game? You mentioned uh, chess like a linebacker. Yeah, she was. A, she was a football superhero star. Yeah, she oh, was okay. quite good. She, but at the time, she went by a Benedict Glarpen. But we changed her name for fashion reasons, right. and we changed the size of her knees. We did that. Oh, so this was just a normal, proportionate football player at the time. Yes. But you you saw pizza, and you said I saw potential in her. Yes, I yeah. saw potential for a juicy, greasy pizza of a perfect. Model. Yeah, she had the crust. She had the crust. She had not had this whatever circle cutter that's called. I believe it's called a pizza cutter. I wouldn't know. I don't use utensils. Oh, that's a neat fact about you. <laughs> you eat everything with your hands. With your, like, how many hands? What's? Yeah, how many hands do you have? Eight times eight. Eight times eight. I have a regular amount of hands. I have a regular amount. We don't need to talk about it. I'm mostly fed. You just look like eight spiders. Yeah, I just look like a bunch of spiders. 
I do. It, 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 there's a variety of reasons why that. It's too confusing to get into at the moment, but eight spiders holding hands in harmony underneath some tool, and I'm fed mostly by a small plane. What are those called? Drone. <laughs> so, uh, Benedict, uh, was it Glorpentine? Yes. Uh, it was a football player in the game, but I guess sometime during the game decided to go get a soda, <laughs> left the field, went to a, a soda machine. Uh, yes, which is... it was like a Coke commercial. <laughs> I said, I came up behind her and I said, oh, oh my, wow. And then she turned around, confused, but not hungry enough. Well, and I, not like my and I said, you are the most beautiful creature I've ever seen, almost. <laughs> and that negging got her to work for me. Wow. <laughs> she was like, all right, fine, I'll quit football. Football is quite difficult. It's quite a difficult sport, and they don't like you drinking sodas halfway through the game. <laughs> they don't like it. So she came to work for you. How long had she been in your employ? About five years. Five years. How many yes, models do you have? Five years. How many models do I have? Mm. Mm, it's hard to, it's hard to ca- I would say, uh, I always have to count in uh, integers of eight. I would say 32. <laughs> that checks out. So you, you have 32 models, of which Gloria was one. Yeah. Yes, I now have 31. And was she a standout, or was she just one of the 32? <sighs> she was my star. Glara the star, I called her, as I combed her hair with a drone. <laughs> a drone with a little comb on it? Yes. Oh, okay. I hate my hands. No one sees them. <laughs> yeah, you stay wrapped up like a candy cane or a gumdrop. I do. I do. Be, you have to be a good example for your models and for your public. So, so tell us about the specific show you found her at. Which fashion show was this? This is what we are about to do at a Loblaws, in fact. Oh, the Lob Ball. Uh, yes, it, it's after the Met Ball. This is a more secret one. We take them to the Met. The, I've, I've, I've dressed celebrities at the Met Ball before, and it's not nearly as impactful or important as the Loblaws lunch. La, 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 la. That's a fashion word. So, so fashionable, I'm not sure we can even say it. <laughs> no, it's it's too fashion. It's too. It, it it's more of an emotion and a sound than uh, a word. And this, uh, it, it was at Loblaws, in the the frozen aisle. She was meant to be my frozen pizza queen, a treats of pizza, if you will. Just wonderful, wonderful. But alas. So this would have been before the show that you found her. Yes, I did. Where's the green room yes. at Loblaws? It's in where they have all the bread. <laughs> Wait, like in the bin? <laughs> it, you know where all the those people stand and they give cookies to oh, children. Oh, it's in the bakery. The bakery, yeah. The, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the word. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm quite old. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they didn't have bakeries back in your day. No, of course, no. No, we didn't have bakeries. We simply would take piles of dough and just rub them on ourselves and swear. (laughs) 
So you co-opted the bakery area to use as a green room for the fashion show. Yes, they were quite kind to allow me to do so. Did, did everyone have their own individual dressing room, or was this kind of a communal area? Well, it, we were able to divide it with those big racks that you put all the different pastries and things on, and then I <laughs> draped long, long, long green fabric over everything to give it the appearance of a green room. Ah, right. Is it just... Uh, now, I don't know how fashion shows work. Is it just you? Is it one designer per show? Or do a few different designers come with all their own models? Well, it's it's you know how there be Victoria's Secret shows and then all the women come out and they're dressed. I'm not sure what type of food they're trying to be. It's quite provocative, whatever it is. And uh, I think ricotta cheese most of the time. And they wear little wings and they walk out and they say, "Oh, these are the underwears that you could purchase if you wanted to." See, yeah, how, what wings. I do is I do I do go to grocery stores and I I buy I'm I play twofold. That's the you could you could purchase one of my unique designs for a food shaped body, or you could buy the the food that the dress was inspired by so the answer is that it's just you you're the only yes. designer okay <laughs> so uh, you have taken over loblaws for the day it's all your models all yes. showing off different foods uh-huh and were those the only people cycling in and out of the green room that day your your 32 models well it was also a bakery oh, oh the bakery's was, still running okay so Law it's Law also Law an active bakery yes yeah, so it's a little bit there was a few employees there yes tell us about uh some of your other models because I'm wondering if there was a, any jealousy or resentment towards Glar the Star. Glar, yes, Glar Star was beginning to fade. It's difficult mm. to remain a, a model for very long. You know, it's hard to keep your knees that pointy. Uh, but there were a few up-and-comers, a few. Uh, Nape. Uh, oh, the neck on Nape. Florentin. And, Where's uh, the back? Where's the Nate? And, uh... And sorry? And, and uh... Oh, uh... Yes. And what what Just, foods were these? Nape was grapes. <laughs> Fitting. Uh, the other one... Uh, uh, was, is a gasp-inspiring, uh... She was a, she was a, a cake with a bat on it. A bat? Yeah. Uh, is this a like a, a drawing in frosting, or is this a real life dead bat? As a real, it's a made of um, made of that um, fondant. Oh yeah, you can make anything out of fondant. You can make anything out of fondant, yes. In I... fact, the green, the green in the green room was half fondant. Just big sheets of fondant that you've laid over. Yes, we have one model as well, who is uh, half fondant. Does does Loblaws know when you're going to be putting on these shows, or do you just kind of show up? No, they don't know. <laughs> Nor should they know when art is art is best when it's untethered. Yeah, yeah. You when should... it's unwanted. Unwanted, unasked for. You know, you know, everyone absolutely loves when all of a sudden all the other people in the room start doing a dance to a song. Oh, yeah. Flash mobs. Flash mobs. Everyone loves a flash mob. Yeah. Why not a flash fashion show of food? What happened to flash mobs? Why aren't they as popular as they were? They, they had a real moment. I think everyone was too busy doing the Harlem Shake to remember flash mobs. Well, I'm still and... doing Harlem Shake. Oh, yeah. We've got a, uh, fans. Keep an eye out. We've got a yeah. good Harlem Shake plan. Check out our OnlyFans. It's only Harlem Shake videos. 
Because that's the only thing we're a fan of. Yeah, we're only fans of our shakes. What is only fans? Is it uh, football? <laughs> no, it's it's whatever you're a fan of. Yeah. So oh, you, okay. you sign up, and then you can tell your followers the one thing you're the only yep. fan of. You are, you're the, I'm the only fan of pizza-shaped women. Is that true? As far as I know. I don't talk to many other people. <laughs> So where where do your models walk throughout the store? Is it like up and down aisles? So this is a yes. fully functioning Loblaws at this point. I'm yes, sure customers yes. are trying to shop. Yes, yes. <laughs> trying to shop. Uh, they're mostly stunned by the beauty and no longer wish to shop. Right, they yeah, when they see a half-fondant monster kind of stumbling towards them. Not stumbling. <laughs> Moving gracefully. Mm, of course. Like a swan across the cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, we all know that. But in a way, it's, cake. it's good. These customers are, are getting hungry. Maybe confused, but at least they're getting hungry. That should be good for business. Yes, uh, I think Loblaws and uh, Metro and many of the other... Oh. Loblaws and Metro, many of the other uh, uh, grocery stores are are quite uh, uh, usually grateful. They they take a while before they they have security come take us out. So it's our very own police detail, so no one will no one will bother us. Now, can you tell us about when you actually found Glar? Oh, it was a horrible sight. Ah. Oh. See, I was going back to brush her hair with my drone. <laughs> and I flew the drone in behind all of the green fondant and tool and everything. And just to find her. So this is just a loose drone soaring through the bakery section. Yes, it's quite small. It has a camera and a comb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's going through. You're trying to find her to comb her hair. I couldn't find her. I couldn't find her. I couldn't find her. And lo, beneath a pile of fondant and other gowns just crushed, crushed to death. Knees first. But, so buried under fondant and gowns. Yes. Wow. How much of that does it take to crush someone? Uh, for 50, it's hard to gauge using just the camera of a drone, but I would say about 240 pounds. <laughs> 240 pounds of dresses and fondant. Yeah, fondant's quite heavy. I feel like I'm saying it wrong every time. Fondant? Fondant? Fondant. You, you know, you live your life, you do whatever you want. That's my, as long as you stay, stay hungry, stay confused, you just use whatever, say whatever words you want, nothing matters. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's reassuring. I'm going to yeah. say fondant. Only fondant? Fondant. That'll be helpful, right? Uh, what we're going to do is take a quick break. Uh, I've got uh, no questions that I want answered, but maybe something different will happen in the second half. I'm ready to say who did it. <laughs> I think we have a clear-cut answer. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay. And we are back on Killed to Death. And I'm still here because can't go. <sighs> yeah, because you're, you're a host of this show. Yep. I want to go. I want to go so badly. What do you have? What, why? I got another show. <laughs> what else are you doing? Hmm. 
I'm doing a lot of live shows. You're, you're about to go do a live show? Oh, yeah. Where? Well, there's no audiences. No touching. No balls. But it's still a live show. Oh, yeah. That's tough. Cause normally at a concert, you want to throw around a beach ball. It's not a concert. And you want to touch the people next to you. It's a live show. <laughs> it's a, another podcast? Yeah. I do my podcast live. What is your podcast? It's big. And it's... Uh, it's you're going to have to come to the show to see? <laughs> oh, so you won't, you won't tell us what uh-oh, it's about? Uh-oh. Uh, but you are still here. Yep. Uh, and we are still here, of course, with Science P. Dressing... Dr- Dresspington. Dresspington, yes. You can just call me Science. Uh, we are here with Science, a fashion designer. Uh, wrapped up uh, in four and a half kilometers of tulle, which is tutu Quite material. Uh, underneath, uh, you resemble eight spiders, but we can't see that right now. No, you cannot. No, will you? <laughs> You host your fashion shows, it sounds, uh, at this point, exclusively, like, in grocery stores. I premiere my lines there, yes. Uh, and you bring in your models, unbeknownst to the grocery store or the customers, and you'll take over sections to run your show. Yes, I, I've blessed them with our art. And it was the latest one at Loblaws, uh, where yeah. you found your star model, Glar, Dead, crushed under what looked like 240 pounds of fondant and Dresses. dress material. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Did you go to, after you see that in the drone, do you go to investigate? Yes, I take, I take the, the good thing about the drone is it gives you a bird's eye view. So I just I zipped, zipped, zipped around, tried to find my other models, and just, I was quite distraught. It's very difficult to fly a drone when you're sad. Yeah, so there's this distressed drone flying throughout the bakery section of Loblaws. Yes. Oh, we made it almost all the way to the seafood section. <laughs> almost. Almost. It was too much to bear, because Glar, being pizza-shaped, is also occasionally lobster-shaped. So it's difficult. That's not the same. <laughs> well, a pizza slice and a lobster are the same shape. <laughs> well, I, I would Bold tr- stance. I trust you to know this better than us. Yeah, I trust science. I, I'll yep. say it. It's science. I always side with science. <laughs> so what, what do you do? Do you do you go to the body? Yes. I combed. You combed off all the fondant and clothes? <laughs> I combed off all the fondant. It took so much time. <laughs> <laughs> Was the show still going on? Yes, the show must go on regardless of whether or not your star's been killed by cake decorations. <laughs> Now, is there any potential that this was an accident? You are in the bakery section with lots of fondant. You have put all your dresses there. Murder most foul. What, what <laughs> makes you think that? It is very difficult to move 240 pounds of cake and dress at once by mistake. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> that is true. And what a beauty she was and the jealousy must have stung. Stung so hard, be it a baker, be it a lobster fisherman, be it one of the models, who knows? Were there lobster fishermen in the green room? They had to drop off the lobsters to the seafood place. Right, and to get there you have to go through the bakery. It all goes through the bakery. They do! So there was a bunch of lobster fishermen coming in and out with like holding a lobster up in the air being like, got one. One at a time. Lobster's here. Lobster's here. They're like a newsboy from the 30s. Lobster's here. 
Beep, boop, boop. Beep, beep, boop, boop, beep. Oh, we beep, are getting beep, a beep. Skype call. Beep, beep, beep. Just a second. Skype? Hello. Hello. <gasps> oh, yes, hello, and hello to science as well. Yes, this is hello. a big group Skype call now. Ooh, this is one of the biggest calls I've ever been on. In terms of number of people, in and terms I'm of also phone, on a huge computer. Of... I'm on one of those old computers that takes up a whole room. Yeah, I can see you operating several tubes as you're doing this. Yes, I have people plugging and unplugging constantly in order to reconnect and connect. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, sir. What's your name? Thank you. I, of course, am Bunk. You're Bunk? Yes. And now you can tell exactly what food I look like. A bunk bed. No. <laughs> Science, explain to this man what food I am. A burger. A delicious melty, melty burger. I'm a delicious melty burger. <laughs> you do look like a melting <laughs> hamburger. I'm a melty burger. Oh, I'm so glorious to see your sweaty forehead once again. I'm an old vet, but a constant model. I'll never give it up. You mustn't. But you, you used mustn't. to be a vet. Yes, I fought in many wars before becoming a melty burger and fashioned myself a model. This is one of your models, Science. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Bunk is one of my prized, prized lovelies. I don't, I don't need, as you can see, the, the grease takes care of a lot of the grooming that I would normally have to do by small, plain comb. <laughs> uh, but Bunk is very self-sufficient and quite honestly a, a delight to be around for the most part. And you, Science, and you. Oh, yes, I love how much you sound like a vampire. You remind <laughs> me of my father. I fought in the Transylvania Wars and I Is picked up an accent. Was your father a vampire? Sorry. Yeah, yes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what I, I makes you suspect that? I look quite a, a lot like spooky, scary spiders. My father was quite uh, spooky, scary himself. Looked like a fondant bat. Yes. Now, so you, you obviously know we're talking about the death of Glar. Yes! Oh, and what a tragic day that was! Were you one of the models? I there was at a Lava's? model that day, and I was in the frozen fruit section, slurping down the aisle when I heard the news, of course. A sad drone came up to me, and I knew what would happen. <laughs> Just a crying drone. Yes, yeah, a droopy drone came Drooping. along and I thought oh god tragedy struck once more once more once again has other things like this happened many times yes oh goodness many a crushing under many a many a mile of fabric and other cake toppings oh who could forget Steve Kuglin not the the model, not the comedian. Wait, oh, Steve Kuglin, not Steve Coogan. Steve Kuglin, yes, not Steve Coogan. This is a different name, at least. <laughs> <laughs> so I you can't hear be anything. Uh, Steve Kuglin, the, 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 uh, would crush to death under uh, those spiky roses you put on a cake. <laughs> and Jean, lots of denim. That was a tragic day as well. It yes. was very sad, yes. So it sounds like 
uh, you one of the models might be a murderer. Oh, yes. That would be very confusing indeed for a model. I hate to think that, and I hate to think of anyone being murdered. I don't like to think about it either. Oh, good that my greasy, greasy boy would never be murdered. Watch yourself. So, a question for both of you. Mm. Uh, we'll start with science. When is the yes. last time you had seen Glar alive? A Glar, when entering the bakery section, was on a Bluetooth spouting loudly about this new, complaining a bit, about the new decision of the pizza slice to include mushrooms now. She didn't believe that pizzas should have mushrooms on them, and I said that they're quite necessary, but oh, she was yelling quite loudly on her Bluetooth. Perhaps at, at you? Known. Was she talking to you over the Bluetooth? Not directly, no. <laughs> now, what do you mean by that? I think I could hear her because I was spying with my drone, but she was complaining to someone else on her Bluetooth. Right, that you had insisted she have mushrooms this time. Well, this is a problem as the model. It is not your job to decide what you are wearing. That lies with science. Yes, it's science my name and science the math thing. (laughs) (laughs) And when is the last time you had seen Clark? Before I stepped out into the aisles to begin my slide, she said to me, Good luck. Stay greasy. And I said, That's all I know how to do. And she skittered off. And she seemed flustered. She seemed nervous. But I also knew this was the first time that she was closing the big show. So I assumed Mm. I was chalking it up to nerves of that sort. But perhaps she was... Feeling already in danger. Mmm, yes. That's entirely possible. Many, many, many models are vying for her crown. Mmm. And of course I must say that my suspicions lie with Dork. <sighs> Perish the thought, Dork. <laughs> dork, the stork-shaped boy. Oh, it's shaped like the food stork. Everyone has stork meat on their birthday. <laughs> yeah, to honor the day the stork delivered you to their house. Exactly. <laughs> the stork exactly. delivered you to their own house. The tree. <laughs> you eat the stork that bore you. <laughs> you Yeah, you kill it early on, and then every birthday you slice off a little bit more to eat of the stork. That way you can live forever. <laughs> So, Dork was shaped like a stork. Yes, also with knobbly, knobbly knees. Not knobbly enough to be a pizza, but knobbly, knobbly knees indeed. And that war on him, you could tell. That he almost had pizza knees. He was not quite a pizza, just a stork. Yes, a a pizza induces hunger immediately, whereas Mm. a stork just reminds you of the passage of time. Right. (laughs) And of course, a pizza is universally loved and delicious, and a stork is an obligation that you must do once a year for eternal life. For eternal life. I will say, as a woman of a certain several ages, uh, stork meat has Is each spider a different age? I wouldn't say that. I didn't know why you would think I was multiple spiders. (laughs) 
I don't know why he would say that. Yes, each spider is a different age. As I age, more spiders come entangled in me. <laughs> you trap more and they become you. Yes. But you are also the daughter of a vampire, <laughs> which of course allows you eternal life. I only have vampires, so I just get very, very old, but I could get sick at any point. The spiders protect me by drinking my blood. <laughs> The confidence in which you said it was in direct contrast to the look on your face. I can't control my face, it's just spiders! <laughs> uh, sorry, so, uh, she was about to close the show. In what order were you? Were you second last? I am always in the middle, the meaty middle, as you call it. You say, meaty middle, bunk, get out there! Show them Slide that the out. Go on. I'm I'm just backing you up in what you said. Yeah, Slide yeah. out in the middle, like two between two buns. That's it exactly. And so there would have been probably ten or so models before. Right, of which Dork was one. Oh yes, but so... young and sprite Dork was. But he was still Dude. in the green room with her when you left. Oh, yes. Interesting. Now, did you see Dork after you found her body? Gone. Like a stalk in the night. Was it nighttime? No. Oh, <laughs> that's unusual then. So similar to a stork in the night. Well, storks go very far at nighttime, as I'm sure you're aware. Mm. I got places to go. And to try to not be killed. <laughs> That's a very difficult part. <laughs> yeah, well, you, people are out there hunting storks because if you shoot one down, you get the kid. Yeah, you get the kid, you also get to eat it to live longer. <laughs> science! It's science! <laughs> you just point it to yourself. Yes. Now, why do your suspicions lie with a dork? Is it just the knees? Young Sprite, the strength in which to push fondant as well as dresses, mm. and of course the desire to be pizza, the desire to someday close a show as part of one of your impressive food lines. Yes, yes, oh, one. no one would ever go to the Met Gala dressed as a stork. However, they would go dressed as a pizza with mushrooms on it. So, I think that, 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 that they knew, they knew that their time was was up. The thing about the knobbly knees too is they hinge, they hinge and allow for a lot of weight to push forward. Of course. Strength. That's just science. That's just science. Steve is of course Good. pointing at the laptop that right screen. Right there. That is that is science. Hello. And this is Steve. This is science. <laughs> right. So it's it sounds like it was. Dork, who has now disappeared like a stork in the night. We gotta find... Uh, I think that we could find... Probably would find him. Maybe we would get the authorities or us. We could go to uh, some swamp. Because that, that's where storks live. Storks, storks live in the swamp, yeah. Storks lake. live in the swamp. They was yep. like, get out of my swamp! Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> well, here's what I'm thinking. You have a drone. Oh, yeah. I have a drone! <laughs> <laughs> You have a comb drone. I have a comb drone. <laughs> it's fine. Storks love sky. Drone lives in sky. We can find 
Search the skies. Oh, no longer a sad drone, but a determined one. <laughs> On the hunt. Yeah, can you replace that comb with some sort of weaponry? Oh, no, just a net. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That might work. A net just to grab, grab, and allow the authorities. Now, why do you normally... A, not a violent... What do you normally use the net for? Spider bustle. What do you normally use the net for on the drone? To catch more spiders so I can live longer. <laughs> There's so many ways you can live longer. It's just mostly by eating stork meat and adding spiders to your body. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it sounds I like... I can smell your vigor from here! How exciting you're off on the hunt! I uh, uh, On the hunt, I must... Go, I have to, uh, first I must be unwound from four and a half kilometers of puffy, puffy fabric. In the meantime, who's going to close your show? You know who it must be. Must be Bunk. <gasps> Named after my favorite character on The Wire, and also, Burgers a bit. <laughs> a bit? A bit? Yeah, named after Burgers a bit. Yeah, Bunk Burger. Bunk burgers, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it would be my honor! Congratulations, at least something good could come out of this tragedy. Congratulations, Bunk. Thank you, thank you to close a Fashion Week science show is one of the most highest of praises. My purple heart compares not to this exciting endeavor. Yes, we, we we value your service in the Transylvanian werewolf wars, and we and we also value your service as a wonderful, wonderful uh, model modeler. Which side were you on? The lichens. Is that that's a werewolf? I don't know. I haven't <laughs> yes, seen the underground series. What are they called? Underground. I, um, uh, me no no. Damn it. Something like that. Steve, yeah, do you know? I don't remember so long ago. Yeah, underground. I think called underground. That doesn't sound right. Underground three, rise of the lichen. What the hell are those? Oh, movies it was called? underworld. Underworld. That's underworld, it. Underworld. Yeah. Yeah, you made me say it. Underworld. Uh, so you were in the underworld wars. Yes, the underworld wars, and I fought on the side of the lichens, which of course are the werewolves against the vampires. It's difficult. We yeah, because your father, I'm sure, would have been on on the vampire side. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I have my... Vampires are quite tyrannical in nature, I understand this. Not like a so, werewolf. Well, werewolves are... They just got rage issues. But they're kind at heart. Kind, sweet, yeah, like sweet at heart. Well, uh, I wish you luck on your hunt. And I wish you luck closing the fashion show, Punk. Oh, an honor, and you may put... Anything you want on this burger, I trust you fully, science. Mush mushrooms, mushrooms, mushrooms. That's what we've learned today. It will be a burger topped with mushrooms and only mushrooms. <laughs> well, I think that wraps up another successful kill today. It has to be, right? Yeah, I want to congratulate uh, all four of us. I would like to say that you can uh, like us on Facebook, sure. rate us on iTunes, yep. review us on iTunes, okay. Check out all the great shows on the Sonar Network. Do that. Uh, over on Instagram, you can follow Kill to Death Podcast. 
on Twitter, K2DPod. Okay. On Gmail web service, you can email kiltedupodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about if, it. If you have a suggestion for a murder. Yeah, we'll Or... What was it? Steve, what did you want people to write in about at oh. the beginning of this oh, show? Oh, it was if you like our ideas for how to bring sports back. Yes! Uh, yeah, or, and honestly, any episode, uh, if you like anything we've said, please tell, please, please please tell us. Please email and tell us about please it. Please email us. Somebody email! Uh, that's all we have going on. Now, obviously, Corona times, quiet times, uh, probably not a lot of live shows going on. Uh, is there anything you'd like people to check out? Whether it's social media handles, whether it's, uh... Anything, well, really. There's a fantastic comedian I know by the name of Meg McKay who just released a comedy album called Probably Probably a Witch. Oh! On, on uh, Howlin' Roar Records and also anywhere you can stream things, uh, including Tidal, for some reason. Oh, can, I, I heard their sound quality album, is different. Listen to it. Enjoy it. Uh, or follow uh, at Meg McKay Comedy on basically every platform. Uh, pretty apt name of a record label, Howl. Yeah. That's spooky. Which spooky? Yeah, spooky. Was that on Just purpose? Spooky. Spiders, yes. What? Spider spooky. Spider spooky. Link. Uh, Spider lichen spooky. spooky. Pumpkin spooky. Basketball spooky. And that's it. <laughs> that's the yep. full list. <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice. Good day! Bye. Kill to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lohr, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! On June 9th, you find yourself in an attic, wine cellar, waiting room for a clinic, trapped in an enclosed private garden, sitting in a small two-door car, completely submerged in water. The room is back. I'm Shannon LaHaye, host of Escape Capade. There's a symbol above each door. Oh, I see. I understand. Which one? one? What is it? Yeah, this one like the rock on hand? I invite two comedians to come onto my show and describe to them in great detail a room that they're trapped in. Dude, look, look at this wine! Dude. Perfect, that's all we need. I'm getting drunk. What's that thing where they put the food on to to make it hot? Haven't a clue. They hear it for the first time live during recording, and the rest is improvised. Can I take the wall hanging down? I'll go. Let's leave the message together. Okay. Let me clean my glasses. Oh, come on! <laughs> So it's 6-7 so far, I don't know, just try 8. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know what the, the risk of that is yet. Let's just try 8, sure. A whole new season of Escape Capade begins on June 9th. Did that make sense? What I Like, I, to me it did, because I'm your sister. On Sonar, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!